remember one time weaning next to Wendell Saylor, <laughs> and I'm like, you better be good for me now. <laughs> You're listening to Have You Got 15. My name is Owen Davis. My co-host today is Charlie White. Charlie, welcome, mate. Introduce yourself quickly. Thank you very much for having me on. My name's Charlie White. I'm producer at Triple M. And I'm actually loving this podcast. I've listened to every episode, Owen, so I'm very excited to be here. Didn't pay him to say that. Charlie, it is origin time. And one pub in Camden has renamed itself to the Tedesco Inn Mm. after, obviously, James Tedesco. They've also got the Teddy Parmigiana making the menu. Not that creative, the Teddy Parmigiana, is it? Like, surely there's a better pun with one of the dishes than just the Teddy Parmigiana. Like, what would you go with? Well, I mean, if they've got a steak, have we got sort of anything that rhymes with steak in the teams? Yeah. The Queensland pick and stick mistake, (laughs) maybe? That's good. I don't know, you could do that. Tedesco's? Wish we had Tesco's over here, you could have called it Tedesco's. (laughs) That's a much better combination, (laughs) actually. Jesus. There's a quote, I'm stoked that Tui's has created the space for fans to come together to watch the games. Seeing the Tedesco in is an honour. I can't wait to see it packed with Blatchy's Blues cheering us on. That's interesting. So, you know the Blatchy's Blues is that, like, group yep. with the, the wigs and the blue T-shirts? Yeah, they all sit together in the one area, don't they, at the ground? Yes, that's yep. right. I was actually in an advert for Blatchy's Blues. Even though um, from Melbourne? I'm from Melbourne, and I go for Queensland. Um, you go for Queensland, <laughs> do you? Yeah, so when I moved here, it was like, what, 2002 when yeah. I moved here, and then when I was sort of started following the storm, Slater, Inglis, Kronk, for Lau. We're all coming <laughs> we're all coming through. And it was like, oh Cameron Smith, obviously I missed that one. Yeah. So I had to sort of go for Queensland. And you, being in Melbourne, there's something which I've realized people in Sydney don't care about, but from Melbourne you just hate Sydney. Yeah. So I was like, I just love seeing Sydney lose. That is something that's important to mention. Like Melbourne people hate Sydney. Mm. Sydney people don't care. can we swear on this? <laughs> yeah. Can't give a fuck about any other state. And then you've got Perth people think everyone's out to get them. We don't think about no. Perth. I had a mate from Adelaide and he comes up to me and he's like, oh, People in Adelaide hate Melbourne. I was like, mate, we don't even think of you. Yeah, no. <laughs> but that's what it's like to yeah. Melbourne to Sydney, right? Yeah, exactly right. But you, uh, so you were in an advert. Yeah, TV for commercial. The Black Blues. Yeah, so there were. I think it was Origin in Melbourne. It would have been like 2011, 2012, maybe. And Melbourne Storm put a post out, and it was like, "Hey guys, if anyone's available on like Tuesday at lunchtime, I was at uni, so I had time. Yeah, come down. You get some free tickets to the game. Oh, nice. So I get down there, and like everyone there is like. Blues fans and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I love the blues. I'm like pretending I like them, and it's good. I get a bit of screen time. There's a bus. There's a shot on the bus. I'll have to put it up. I'll show yeah. you. And I'm like cheering right at the front on the TV <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Did you have to then sit with the Blatchies Blues for the game, or was it? No, was it... surprisingly, no. no. No, we weren't like in the Blatchies Blues. It was like just cheap tickets on the side there. That's... Missed opportunity. Yeah, I've been in the commercial as well. I was in TV for uh, for, for Xbox. Xbox. It was meant to be a TV commercial. I don't think it ever got released. It was my, me and my family. It was that good? It was that good. We must How'd have done get, a great but, job. How did that? I think my dad was doing PR for Xbox, right. so we ended up doing this. It was all for free. Yeah. I think we got an Xbox for the family. Years later, the uh, one of my dad's friends over in England, he messaged us saying we were in like the, the Daily Mirror as a family or whatever <laughs> yeah, that paper yeah, yeah. is. Um, but never saw the live day in Australia. So Weird. we must have messed it up somehow. <laughs> well, that's it. You're famous in the yeah, UK. Yeah. But our grandpa- my grandparents were stoked about that. They were actually so excited. <laughs> Did they cut that? I think they've got they've it. Still cut got out. it. They've still got it. They've still got it. They framed it, maybe even put it in like one of the living rooms. <laughs> like, I don't know. Big news in Sydney this week, probably front page of most papers, is that big fire that happened right in the city. So two teams have handed themselves in. And they've been cooperating with Strike Force Strontium, which is a weird name to mm. investigate the thing. It's pretty much it was massive. It was massive, yeah. It, I actually lived not too far from it, and you could sort of smell yeah. the fire. And I probably am about, about a kilometer away from wow. it, and I could smell it. But I mean, they're only oh, they're thirteen year old boys and twelve year old kids. Like, 
It's very young. I don't. They obviously have been messing around. They didn't yeah. mean it to get to sort of this level. But much more bigger story in Sydney, in my opinion. Yeah. Have you seen the man who's eaten or tried to eat the bin chicken? Oh, is this the audio you said? There is a bit of audio that I'd love to play if possible. A Sydney man accused of catching and cooking an ibis has been freed on bail under strict conditions. Where others see an ugly menace, Tom Quash saw a tasty meal. How many bin chickens did you kill? One. Only one? Yeah. Why did you kill it? I ate it. The 60-year-old was arrested yesterday <laughs> after officers allegedly found a dead ibis in his Malabar unit. Neighbours raising the alarm after hearing the bin chicken in distress. Did it taste any good? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. He might not have eaten it. How are we going to cook it? I just boil it up with fish sauce, something mm. like that. You're going to leave the bin chickens alone now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not going to touch nothing no more. Well, he's he's honest. He's not he's lying. Honest. No. But we must well, allegedly. Allegedly, like, of course. Well, is it allegedly? <laughs> allegedly. He's been charged. Yeah, but like, what the fuck? I mean, I've eaten some weird things over my life, but I've never looked at the bin chicken as sort of... It's not really that, meaty, is it? No, it's disgusting as well. It's like it literally bin... eating rubbish. And like, why would you boil it? I feel like you'd sort of fry it up. Yeah. Crispy. Crispy yeah. chicken. There was a, there was actually a kid growing up who um who was called Pigeon growing up because he once famously uh, ate a pigeon. At so your he, school? At, like... at my school, yeah. So he literally like had cooked a pigeon at, at home, brought it in. <laughs> Poor kid, obviously. But he cooked a pigeon, brought it in, and he ate it. And like literally ate it in like the in like, like the lunch, lunch area. So did we he like cook it or like the family? So I think he must have cooked it. So he like cooked it in the oven. It, it was feral, mate. It's <laughs> done so bad. And like literally, he never lived it down for the rest of. I think I was at school for seven years, and we called him Pigeon. Did you still call him Pigeon? Uh, I don't see him anymore. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's okay, Pigeon boy, if you're listening. Charlie Sylvester Stallone has been in the news this week, so he's got a new TV show coming out called The Family Stallone. Still going strong. So isn't think he? the Osbournes, Kardashians, that sort of thing. And the reason it's in the news because his daughters have come out. So he's got three daughters, and they say their dad actually helps them send their breakup messages when they're breaking up with boys. <laughs> really? Jeez. Like imagine, imagine Sylvester Stallone breaking up with you. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ, that's terrifying, right? Like, I mean, why would you go to your dad? I feel that's something you'd maybe go to the the mum or your fellow sister. There's... Yeah, but if your dad was Sylvester Stallone, like, do you reckon he does voice notes? Like, <laughs> yo, Adrian. <laughs> Just like, okay. Is that your Sylvester Stallone? That's like, yeah, I'll, what, you know, I'll, do, I'll chop in yeah, an actual yeah, yeah. Uh, an actual <laughs> clip then. Everyone's like, fuck, he's good. Yeah, he's great. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me do it again. Yo, Adrian! <laughs> I did it! But it did remind me of the story. So this is a couple of years old. Uh, a group of tourists were in Philadelphia. So Rocky, just quickly, what's your favorite Rocky? Uh, I've actually only ever seen one of them. <laughs> the, the one with um, Ivan Drago. Yeah, well, that's my favorite. That's Rocky okay, Four. Yeah, so That's the best one. So yeah. well done. Um, but in Rocky, he famously runs through Philadelphia. Yeah. And then there's a crowd behind him. He runs up the stairs and sort of air boxes in the sky. Oh, the tiger playing in the background. Yeah, it's it is, great. It? Great stuff, right? Is it Ivan Tiger? One of the favorite bits. I think it's in like Rocky 2 or maybe Rocky 3. Before that song was part of the film, yeah. Apollo Creed just keeps saying, you got the eye of the tiger, eye yeah. of the tiger. So it's like they're just making him say it. And then it's like, oh, well, this song makes sense now because he always says that. But anyway, so this group, they've gone there. They ran up the 72 steps, got to the top. And who's at the top? Sylvester Sloan. Wow. Just, hang, just hanging just out. Hanging out there. Was he up there for something in particular? It doesn't say, which is yeah. like shocking. He was just up there hanging around. God, that's Imagine. Weird. Going to this iconic place, you love rock, and you get there, and he's just standing there. Yeah, wow. And he posts the photos, bit of fun. Bit of fun from there. I've actually um, had a similar experience with a celebrity. Sylvester Sloan. <laughs> Not Sylvester Sloan, one day, hopefully. But I was going up a, actually, it's stair related as well, <laughs> funnily enough. I was going up an escalator 
at Sash Nightclub, mm. which is like, if, if not from Sydney, it's like this nightclub famous for Sash Sundays. It's actually called Home Bar, but they do this event, Sash Sundays, and then they do Sash Breakfast. It goes on till about... It's like a session for the it's weekend. Like, yeah, of. so it goes on to like 7 a.m. on a Monday. Like a revs? Like, yeah, like a bit like a revs, yeah. yeah. Very late night, very sort of everyone's up and about, having a good time. <laughs> yep. Um, and I was going up this escalator and I was having a good time myself. I was feeling very lovey-dovey. And when I got to the top of the escalator, John Terry was standing there. <laughs> Former England captain. Former England captain, <laughs> football superstar. And I love my soccer, like big England fan growing up. Saw John Terry standing there and I had to go over there and just pour my heart out to him. <laughs> got a selfie with him. There's a selfie. It's on my Instagram, actually. I look completely off my head. Standing next to John Terry, and um, he was actually a very good bloke. Probably didn't need me to tell him how much of a legend he was, and that's probably the only sort of cringy celebrity meet I've had in my life. And um, it was just mainly because I was feeling so Having fun. up and about. <laughs> oh, and this is one that I'm very interested to pick your brain on because it's something that I do think about as a man, and I reckon most men we never really speak about this. Yeah. But um, it's about the penis bulge. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Specifically, it came to me because there's a video of Chris Hemsworth doing the rounds. He's working out in a yeah. pair of boardies. Clearly, he's not wearing any underwear. Oh. And the man's packing a fair bit of heat down there. You'd hope so, a man of his size. Yeah, if yeah. he had a small penis and he's that big, it would just, it just would look it's wrong. Tough. It's tough it would for look us. wrong. But I wanted to know, is this something that you are conscious of, the penis bulge? Because sometimes mm. the fun thing about the penis is, for women listening, if you don't know this, <laughs> it varies in size quite dramatically. Yeah, Some so, days you're proud, you're yeah. feeling, you know, you're, you're out there for the world to see. Some days mm. you're a bit shy, yes. you know, whether you've been in a cold environment or not. Sometimes the penis just says, I'm having a little quiet day today. <laughs> and sometimes when you're at the gym, yeah. you can have, like, especially if you're lying down doing chest presses, if you're not having a proud day, it's very obvious if you've got a small bulge. Is it ever, it's something I can be self-conscious of if I'm having a small day yeah. and I'm working out, I'm like, Jesus. And then also the other thing I worry about, the penis, <laughs> is if you're at the urinal and you're yeah. having a shy day and you're like, mm. why have you let me down now? Yeah. I remember one time weeing next to Wendell Saylor <laughs> and I'm like, you better be good for me now. <laughs> Don't let me down in this moment. Are you yeah. saying that to Wendell at the saying, urinal? Yeah. Help us out, brother. Is it something you're conscious of? Yeah, well, I don't really go to the gym. Okay, so, so, yeah, that enough. cuts out. That's the main reason I don't go. What about yeah, the beach? The beach. I don't really go to the beach either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I know what you mean, right? Like, I remember I used to I, wore, I used to wear these really tight pair of jeans. Yeah. And someone made a comment because I had my big wallet and my big phone in my pocket. And they were like, <laughs> oh, the bulges are in the wrong places. And I was like, so, <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, all right. I never wore those jeans again. Yeah. So. <laughs> I wonder if women, are women checking out the bulge? Or Surely. men, are men checking like out I, the bulge? Like, I'll have a little look. Yeah. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. Always have a look. See, that's got me more concerned now. Now it's a rich yeah. something I'm going to be a little peek over the desk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, look away. Charlie, it's time for the confession. So I trawl the internet for people that are being honest with themselves and we talk about it and see what we think about it and maybe judge them a little bit. Are you ready for the first one? Yep, hit me. Until I was 28, I thought the toilet seat was just for girls because they had bigger bums. I used to sit on the porcelain in agony. <laughs> Found out when I laughed at my brother in front of the whole pub after I used the toilet after him and the seat was down. I'm 44 now and still famous in that pub. <laughs> 
Oh, that's gold. Toilets, hey? <laughs> to- well, uh, the last episode we were talking about standing up to wipe your bum, so I'm yeah. conscious of talking about that anymore. Yes. Well, can I tell you one little story? Please. I, I, you can feel free to not use it if it's <laughs> if you'd want to get rid of the toilet chat. Mm. However, um, when I was so I moved to Australia when I was four years old. Mm. You start school in England when you're four. Like nursery, yeah. Reception. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. I think it's year, kindergarten. Yeah. Like it was it kindergarten here. Um, and I about two weeks in, we're in a big assembly, and I was still sort of learning to wipe my bum use toilets correctly <laughs> and I was a bit, and I was a bit shy as well just moved to another country I'm yeah. a bit shy so and you I, were four four so I I um, did just pooed my pants in assembly because I thought why not why not poo pants and I just remember um, people around me started smelling it yeah. everyone started smelling it and then and the you're, teachers, were you like looking around like, oh, who's that? <laughs> and then the teachers obviously discovered it was me and I was sort of ushered away um, and then they just told me basically um, uh, to to leave for school and come back next year. So I was forced to repeat because I shat myself in assembly. And that was one of the low points of my life. And my mum my mum was came to help me and ended up clogging the urinal with my sock that had got covered in poo. And they had to replace the entire urinal system at that primary school. Needless to say, I didn't go back there one year later. I found yeah, a different one. A new yeah, school. I found a different one. All right, last one, Charlie. I got cut off on the road real bad and it was deliberate and dangerous. It was 100% vindictive and tried to make me crash. I knew the rough area slash town that he must have lived, so I bought an identical car to his, duplicated plates, and would periodically zoom past speed cameras. Sold the car later for a small loss. <laughs> that is genius. <laughs> He's a psychopath, obviously, yeah. but that is like the most genius idea. If you have someone that like wrongs you, yeah. that would be so easy to do. I had a funny moment with a car very recently. Yeah, You didn't buy someone else's car? <laughs> no. I was leaving a... So as I said, I work in NRL production. So yeah. I was leaving this car park and I crashed into another car. Oh. Funnily enough, it was a Channel 9 um, NRL producer. Yeah. We exchanged details, but then he's never... Like, it was all my fault, and he's never yeah. chased me for the insurance, and I actually damaged his car a bit bad. Yeah. Anyway, like, so years have gone by. I've seen him once at a pub before in Paddington, mm. and I kind of, like, avoided him because yeah. I didn't want to do the conversation, but we kind of had eye contact. So then this time I saw him another pub in Paddington, went over to him, and I was like, oh, mate, um, you know, how's it going? Uh, you still haven't, you know, chased me about the yeah. insurance because I had a few drinks this past week. And he's like, mate, I never, you never crashed in my car. I've never had a car crash. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Def, like, yeah. definitely was you, but anyway. Um, You're like, sure, I don't and care. He, he's like, uh, well, no, I've got an identical twin brother. Oh. <laughs> you must, you must have, you know, did you crash into him? And I was like, oh, yeah, it must have been. Um, and then like 15 minutes later, the identical twin, the twin brother in. came into the pub. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, mate. And I had to go over and have a conversation. I was like, I actually thought it was him, this, yeah. that, the other. And then he's like, no, I'll chase that soon, actually. <laughs> Good point. He's like, you remind like, me. Oh, your mommy. Yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. Good. Thanks, I mate. hate you. Yeah. And he wasn't, he didn't seem to find it as funny as I did. Yeah. Anyway. It's probably the whole life of people walking up to them and going, oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah, my it's like, yeah, it's my brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so still hasn't, though. This happened a few weeks ago. Still hasn't chased me for the money. So, well, if I'm you're assured, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come at me, brother. That's the end of this week's episode of Have You Got 15. Make sure you're following us on the socials at H-Y-G-F-P-O-D. If you've got any stories as well, send them through that you think could be funny, that you want us to talk about, let us know. Charlie, thank you so much for joining me. All good, mate. Anytime.